lockdown and COVID-19 clusters continues. Over the weekend, the city says it issued more than $150,000 in fines. CBS News' John Diaz joins us live now from Borough Park in Brooklyn with more. John? Yeah, good morning, Chris. Good morning, Mary. And later on today, Borough President Eric Adams will be leading this new call, this new effort to try and get a different type of enforcement, an enforcement that he is calling a new precision model, meaning that he wants police to just target these non-compliance pockets, not the zones around them. The first week in enforcing Governor Cuomo's COVID cluster zone restrictions proved to be very busy. You're arresting me when we made a deal. We made a deal that I was supposed to be arrested tomorrow. Sunday night, police arrested community activist Heshi Tischler, charging him with inciting a riot and unlawful imprisonment. Overnight, a Twitter page calling for his release, saying the city is delaying his paperwork, calling it a political stunt. Last week, demonstrators in Borough Park, Brooklyn, protesting against the new restrictions, at times got violent, some chased down and attacked a journalist. Tischler posted video police taking him into custody. You see what they're doing? See what they're doing, guys? This city says since Friday it issued more than $150,000 in fines from 62 summonses in red, orange, and yellow zones, including five non-compliant religious congregations. On a press call with the media, Governor Cuomo pleaded with the Orthodox Jewish community to refrain from holding large gatherings. I say to my friends in the Hasidic community. Why do I hate that line, my Jewish friends? How many does he have, two? To my Jewish friends out there, I say to them, please keep your gatherings down. It's a religious holiday, you dumb idiot. Mm, You almost said it. I wish you did. After all, it's in their logo anyways, so say it. You dumbass. Dumbass. (laughs) He is a dumbass. Sorry. Oh, man. Come on. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. Teaches us the Kuak Nefesh, which means save a life. And under the Hebrew teachings, participation in a religious ceremony can be excused for a matter of health and life and safety. Blatant disregard for the rules went just so beyond the hot zone of Kew Gardens, Queens, in neighboring Fresh Meadows. Just before 2 o'clock Sunday morning, the New York City Sheriff's Department busted a rave with more than 100 people inside Cunningham Park. The party set up with a DJ, hookah lounge, bar, and food service with no face coverings or social okay, distancing. So go Some people who live um, in the area Don. are fed up. Okay, I don't know what's going on with people. Hey, Jen. Hey, John. How are you? Hi, Don. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Thanksgiving to you, too, Jane. Thank you. Hey, we're able to sneak microphones into Joe Biden's office right after he found out he was president-elect. Here's what he had to say. Thank you for considering me for this opportunity. Well, our microphones picked that up. We were very glad they, we could get that, Don. In the meantime, I want to play this for you. This is courtesy of Fox 61 News. Correct, Jane? Yes. Here we go. Tonight, the governor raising fines for businesses. What happened? That's all it would play. That's all they downloaded. Oh. So you so, will have to finish your sentence. So, Don, you have to tell us, what did, what did the governor do? How much did he raise the fines to? Can you tell us? Well, there were, uh, you know, uh, there are new penalties. In addition to old fines, uh, there was a $500 fine for breaking the sector rules for uh, different types of businesses. Uh, and uh, he, he, he now has initiated new fines uh, that uh, for businesses that violate uh, the coronavirus restrictions and capacity limits, they're, they're subject to fines of $10,000 per violation beginning Thursday. $10,000? So what this really is is a revenue scam. Yeah, I think so. Uh, $10,000 per violation beginning uh, Thursday. The, the day, let me see, Thursday is Thanksgiving Day. Well, we have something to thank, be thankful for on Thanksgiving. Well, that's <laughs> like true. This used to be the biggest bar day in, in this, I believe, of the year. Kids coming home from college and going out drinking. Yeah, and uh, you know the, the fine. What's really what's really also disturbing is that 
<clears throat> the fines can be issued by local health directors. Uh, you know, they just call up the cops and, and they could, you know, a local health director after an inspection can close down the business. And but, Don, uh, this, this will shock our listeners, but when I watched the press conference, you can comment on this. I actually heard the governor encouraging neighbors to snitch on neighbors. And he just farted. <laughs> Sorry, I have a little dog and she has, she's a, she's very powerful. Um, Horrible gas. <laughs> Let me get Don to comment on that, though. Sorry. Don, they want neighbors to snitch on their neighbors. Yeah, where have we, where have we seen that before? Uh, you know, In Germany? Stalin, Stalin, Stalin arranged, uh, you know, a whole a, a system of, uh, of neighborhood watchers uh, who uh, snitched on, uh, on, on their near neighbors, and uh, they were thrown into... Uh, prison or fined or put in gulags or whatever, you know. Jane, did it happen um, in communist check? You never knew. This I didn't know. Um, I didn't grow up during the World War II. That was way before me. But, but you did didn't it happen know. under communism? Yeah, it did. But Yeah, it did. That's, uh, yeah, it did happen to us, actually. We were not thrown to jail, but we were prevented from doing certain things because somebody reported on my father, father that he helped somebody escape. Um, to another country. So, um, yeah, but uh, during the World War II, you did not know who you could speak in front of, including your family. So if you had family gathering, you would have to watch your words in front of your family because they would turn you in because it was so scary. Your family would turn you in? Yes. You would Don't have to know. We could be headed in that direction, in the direction of communist check. Well, that was just the stick. You know, they also held out carrots to uh, little boys and girls who turned their parents in in uh, in the Stalinist uh, in Stalin's Russia. Yep. But the same thing was done in Cuba. The same thing was done in uh, in Cuba by Castro. The same thing was done in Venezuela by uh, uh, by uh, Maduro and uh, and uh, his predecessor. So this is all a part of uh, this is all a part of totalitarianism. A uh, state that uh, a state that uh, asks you to give up your liberty, your liberties, whatever they happen to be, and ours are guaranteed by our U.S. Constitution. But a state that that asks you to give up your liberties in this way uh, can only do so if it's a totalitarian state. You know, if it controls everything in the state, uh, all trade, all uh, education, all communications, everything. Uh, that's the only way that uh, communism really can succeed. I'm just stunned that everything that Jane predicted in her book, Stalked by Socialism, is actually coming true. That's why you said in your review, or your wife said in her review of the book, that it's a necessary book of our time, because it does predict everything that's happening in front of us. Yes, and uh, there are, there are... There's a whole, uh, there's, there's going to be a whole library of books, of similar books. Absolutely. Uh, one of them most recently has been written by someone from Hong Kong. You know, that the, the uh, communists in China are putting enormous pressure on Hong Kong. Uh, they, uh, they've been arresting people right and left over there. And uh, one of the, uh, the, the wife, I think, of one of the people that, one of the most prominent uh, 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 people in uh, uh, Hong Kong um, found her way here to the United States and wrote a wrote a very illuminating book, just like James. You know the same same kind of book. Uh, you know these are people who are fleeing intolerable situations in which uh, liberty has been totally suppressed by totalitarian states. They come here to the United States and they see uh, because it, all this is all this territory terrain is so familiar to them they see the same kinds of things beginning beginning to happen uh, here uh, i wonder she I feels stalked by socialism she is yeah. she risked her life to escape and now she finds she risked she even said to me the other night what did i why did i do this why did i leave if nothing's changed yeah yeah, that's right. This is the feeling. This is a feeling common uh, to people who have been oppressed uh, in socialist uh, states and who, in order to escape the oppression, uh, move to the United States 
and find that uh, socialism is really taking root here. Uh, and uh, and they're, they're both astonished, you know, that, that it could happen here. Uh, they're uh, afraid uh, because of what's happened to them or their family members in communist and socialist uh, countries. And uh, they're looking uh, over the horizon for some spot of sun, uh, some daylight uh, that will convince them that uh, people here in the United States are jealous of their liberties and will do almost anything to protect them. This is what this is what the immigrant looks for. That's why we have so many immigrants here. Well, Jane, are you worried that you escape for nothing? Let me just interject here. I am optimistic. I'm still not giving up on Trump. He has not lost one thing. If he does lose this election, if then we're going to have four years of hell and hopefully everybody will wake up and hopefully it's not going to be too late. That's all I can hope for. But um, uh, hopefully, hopefully we, we can, you know, we can win this. I mean, this this has been election that has been stolen. Everybody is saying it. Everybody can see it. I'm trying to find out how many actual registered voters there are in United States. I think we can start with that. But I, I'm just not. You think gi- it was that crooked? I don't, I, yes, it was, and I'm not giving up yet. And you think I'm a conspiracy theorist, but um, I really do think that they they started this with Hillary. They thought they had the election in a pocket. They were so shocked. They were shocked for four years. She still hasn't given up, and they're telling Trump to give up after what? After two weeks? No, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep going. Because if we lose this, it's going to be hell. Before I go back to Diane, Jane, what comes next after you introduce snitching on your neighbor? What comes next under communism? Well, you you can see how divided we are. We can't talk as human beings. Politics are everywhere. And you you see how I talk with my friend Sue. um, Thankfully, she is not too left. But, you know, um, we can't. We can't. we, We get into fights over this. We've been divided. Like, I, I hope it's um, reversible because this is terrible. And it's not just the United States. It's the whole world. I have my father's friend lives in one of the states here. Um, actually, two friends live. Um, Don, how in, bad in are the penalties states. in Connecticut? Oh, you mean for you mean the penalties for, for violating uh, COVID restrictions? Well, you know, if you don't wear a mask, it could be 500 bucks. Uh, can you go to jail if I if I don't wear a mask? Can I go to jail? No, I don't think they could do that. I really don't think they could do that. But uh, they can find you, uh, Jim. I don't know whether any of it. See, here's the problem. Let me let me try and sketch the problem for you. Jane will Jane, I think, will agree with my uh, with my analysis here. There are only two ways to defeat coronavirus to eliminate it. One is through a vaccine. Another is through, you know, they have certain treatments that are, that are useful, uh, that can be applied that are useful to, uh, to get rid of the virus. And a second is, is a natural immunity. Uh, the body itself produces antibodies. The body is attacked by a virus, by pathogens, and it produces the body then in reaction to that attack produces antibodies. Antibodies are soldiers that go out into the field and actually kill the pathogens. So when you have a state that is interested only in mitigating coronavirus, not in ending, but in mitigating, uh, you have a state that is able to suppress the coronavirus curve. But what does that mean? What it means is that the curve is not eliminated, it's elongated, it's projected out Excuse me. Projected out into the future. So, you know, wearing masks, maintaining distance uh, from, uh, from uh, people, testing itself, are all mitigations. They don't end anything. They, they're not curative. They're not curative processes. Uh, so we have now installed over the top of this vast mitigation process a whole series of fines 
that uh, will be that will be that will come down very hard on people uh, who violate who violate the mitigating factors. Could families uh, be fined in Connecticut, Don? What's that? Could families be fined in Connecticut this Thanksgiving? Well, you if know, somebody if, snitches if on them. Yeah, if somebody snitches on you, that that the snitch wouldn't be enough to actually have evidence uh, that you, you know, that you uh, are, are not uh, are not uh, you know obliging the governor of the state of Connecticut uh, by adhering to his uh, by adhering to his directives, some of which are probably unconstitutional. You know, we have a general Jim. We have a general assembly that's constitutionally obligated to assemble. Right to assemble a specific spot at a specific period of time to write legislation. It's in the Constitution. This is what this is what a general assembly means. You assemble. Now, this general assembly hasn't assembled for eight months. They haven't assembled in a single spot to write laws and to produce legislation for eight months. Okay, that means for eight months they've been operating outside the constitutional box. I don't know. You're asking me can can the, can these things can you know can these things be be uh, be can these things be authorized be affirmed uh, in a court situation? Somebody takes somebody is fine. Some that somebody takes uh, uh, the the governor of the state of Connecticut to court. And the court decides, yes, you know, this is a constitutional uh, remedy. No, this is not a constitutional remedy. What courts? The courts themselves uh, have been frozen in time for eight months. There, are, there, have, there have not been any criminal trials in Connecticut for eight months. That's so, pretty disturbing. We don't have a court. Excuse we don't have me. a court system. We don't have a legislature. What we have is a governor who's been persuaded by medical people that uh, that uh, certain processes will mitigate coronavirus. What's mitigation? Mitigation is flattening the curve. What's flattening the curve? Flattening the curve is elongating the time that coronavirus has to work on human bodies. That's what it is. So. I don't know. I, to me, all, none of this makes sense. I mean, really, none of it makes sense at all. How Thank about, God for the vaccine. How, how about Thank the God virus? The, the virus uh, comes out at 10 o'clock at night and leaves five in yeah, the morning. Yeah, why is that, Don? Why is he shutting yeah. everything down claiming, at 10 o'clock? Claiming that the restaurants turn into bars after 9.30. That, you know, that's yeah. BS. That's a great magic trick. How do you do that? How do you turn a restaurant into a bar after 10 o'clock? Oh, you know, why is he opening a rest? Why, why did he open restaurants? He opened them half, you know, half. The restaurants could serve only half their clientele. But you he know, did, that was, do, that was state. Do group. these people, but, do these people realize that we are going to run out of money, literally, if they keep doing this? Yeah. We are this going is, to no. run out of it. There's going to be, <laughs> they can't print, they're not, they're not going to be able to print enough of it. I, I mean, That's this is just sense. nuts. That is, that is the main point. That's the main point. Main point is we have a whole bunch of legislators who simply refuse to see, to, to acknowledge that there's a connection between the impositions they have made because of coronavirus and a, a, a faltering economy. They don't, you know, the, the connection isn't apparent to them. It's not apparent to them because it's not politically useful to them. Uh, the politically useful thing is to frighten people and then to puff out your chest and to say, we're here to save you. That's that's what Stalin did. But that's that's, that's how they that's how they going to bury themselves, because history repeats itself because people don't pay attention to it. Um, did you happen to watch Lamont's... Um, Governor Lamont's speech last week, uh, where he said that the uh, federal government needs to, um, how did he put it? 
Help us out. No, he ne- they need to get their uh, act together. Damn it. He said it twice. Damn it. He's such a tough guy. Damn it. Twice he said it. Damn it. It's the, it's the Democrats. Government. It's the Democrats that are sitting on it, that are putting BS into that bill. So 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 the, the uh, president is not going to release it. There. John He's Lamont not going to agree wants with his it. money and he wants it now. And he wants it. Damn it. Okay, you got it. Damn it. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, Connecticut is, Connecticut is uh, in a very, very bad way, and, and not many people know that, but it's an extremely bad way. Uh, I wrote about this uh, um, not so long ago um, um, in, in, in a thing called Connecticut Colorist Red, uh, you know, and I made some of the points that you just, uh, that you just uh, mentioned here just now. Uh, you, 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 they're looking to people in Connecticut like uh, like Lamont, like uh, Bloomfield, like uh, uh, Murphy, and everybody, all the uh, Democrats on the old Democratic U.S. congressional del- delegation are going to be looking to Biden uh, to bail out, to bail them out for their improvident spending. The problem in Connecticut is that these people have spent money they just don't have. Uh, Connecticut is $68 billion in the hole. Uh, and and uh, uh, that's, that's a lot. Uh, the, the federal government is trillions and trillions of dollars in the hole. A lot of money, you know, a lot of debt. These people are not worried about debt. Debt is the thing that can bury you, especially if you're a state. And like Jane says, you can't print your way out of debt. You can't print money. You can't inflate the currency. Every time the government prints money and inflates the currency, the classic definition of inflation is uh, too many dollars chasing too little goods. That's the classic definition of inflation. And this is what the government, the, the national government has done time and time again. The state government knows how to solve its debt problem. It knows. What it has to do is to initiate long-term permanent cuts in spending. If you don't do that, the only other option available to you is to raise taxes. That's it. There are only two, there are only two edges to this. One of them is raise taxes. The other is I cut costs. That's what Jim knows that. He's been saying it for like, what, 40 years, Jim? At least. And Don, <laughs> the one thing that people, um, it's not just Tucker Carlson, it's Jane and myself. We're still convinced this is nothing more than a power grab under the guise of public health. Well, that could be true. You know, even if, uh, even if uh, 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 Biden, as many people now predict prevail prevails over uh, uh, Trump as uh, in the presidential elections. There still are many many problems uh, with uh, voting processes here in the United States, and uh, uh, we we really should try our best to get to the bottom of all this stuff. Uh, there's a, there's one uh, maker of uh, ballot machines. Don is uh, a conservative columnist. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish his thought. I know where you're headed, so I apologize for jumping on this. There's one. There's one maker of ballot machines that has imported into its hardware system um, certain uh, certain deficiencies in the in the hardware and software that have made it possible for uh, dictators uh, in uh, communist countries such as Venezuela. Uh, to uh, to to shift votes uh, away from their uh, political competitors towards them. I mean, there are there are you know Stalin who said doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter who votes. What matters who is who counts the votes. And when you come across a system in which votes are counted by a company that is producing machines that are so badly flawed that they can be manipulated by politicians. That's what's going on. That's what has been going on with Dominion. Uh, when you run across that kind of a system, you better correct it. You better get it right. You better correct it. 
Uh, and uh, I think there are people, uh, there are people in the United States uh, who want to see this, who want to, who want to see the court, the court address these problems and bring it to a reasonable, bring the whole matter to a reasonable solution. Uh, one of the reasons Trump can't concede the uh, the election is that that uh, he 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 if he concedes the election, all the court cases are moot are mute are moot. Mm. There, there, you know, there's no, there's no judge who wouldn't throw those cases out of court. If after uh, Trump, uh, after so Trump that's concedes. why he can't concede. Well, that's right. He wants he wants he wants that that court action to proceed. How about all those Republicans that are calling on him to concede? Do you think they're in bed with the Democrats? I think they're exposing themselves, and I hope that everybody is found and everybody is um, punished for for their well, actions. I don't think that they're necessarily in cahoots with Democrats. I think they're trolling for votes. Uh, here in Connecticut, uh, Republicans are outnumbered by Democrats by two to one, and independents uh, are slightly greater than than uh, Democrat voters. So you have a lot of politicians trolling for votes among Democrats, Republicans I'm talking about, trolling for votes among Democrats and among independents. And for some reason, they think that uh, that the way to get these votes is uh, to is to be less conservative than they should be. So this has been going on in the state of Connecticut for as long as I've been writing. Uh, you know, conservatism in the state of Connecticut is not something that's been tried and found wanting. It's something that's never been tried. Uh, and at some point, you know, people have to wake up. They have to you know, cast off the blinders. And uh, begin to look at things that that are really right under their nose. George Orwell used to say the most difficult thing for a journalist to do is to see the thing right under his nose. Mm. Well, that's so, true this time around. Don, we're going to move oh. along so we can take some phone calls. I want to thank you okay. for joining us. Joining us, we've been talking to conservative columnist Don Pesci, a contributor to Radio Vice Online. You can find, find his columns at radioadviceonline.com, and you can find them at donpesci.blogspot.com as well. Red Notes from Blue State. Don, thank you for joining us. Have a great, have a blessed, have a great have Thanksgiving. A, have a blessed Thanksgiving. I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> okay, Don. Okay. Thanks, Don, very much. Love You're to welcome. your wife. Our best to your wife. Our best Andre. I will, I will. Okay, bye, Thank Don. You. Bye, Don. Talk yep. to you soon. Okay, so if you guys want to chime in, uh, it's 860-996-0308. I hate the other phone. Somebody needs to come here and fix it for me. I can't handle it, so it's... 996-0308. And I'll type it in. 860-996-0308. Let's get a phone call in here right now. And tell us what your plans are for, for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm curious. Um, we're Morgan, give us a call. Zero three. I know you're out there. Um, I, by the way, Chris, are you out there? Um, who? Christy. Christy. Oh, I thought I. Uh, I don't know. I see Carol. I see Dennis. Tom. Kevin. Definitely Morgan. And I'm having difficult time to um of it sharing. I can't share. Um. Anyway, so our Thanksgiving is going to be just the four of us and actually your brother's coming. That'll be nice. That'll be nice, right? It'll be fun, which, you know. It's a very small, it's just what the governor ordered, a very small Thanksgiving. Very small Thanksgiving. Otherwise, people can report on you, but I'm very tempted to go rent some cars and park them in my driveway. How would I'm that be? I'm <laughs> tempted to go out and invite people off the street just to piss off no. the governor. <laughs> no, just parking the cars. Just just get, get a bunch of cars and park them in a driveway. This is um, breaking news, by the way. President Trump pardoned pardon General Flynn, so I, there'll be no more jail time for him. That's great. That's excellent. So excellent. I wonder if he's fearing that it's not going to go his way. But um, how, do you fi- how do you guys feel about Sid- Sidney Powell? That went quiet for for now, didn't it? I haven't heard from her for a while. 
Um, Rob, are you there yet? Are we there yet? What are you doing? Nothing. Okay, we'll do something. It was by mistake. <laughs> Rob, are you there yet? So what, Whenever we ask for Robbie's show. What up. are you having for dinner? For instance, I cannot stand the turkey, so I'm making chicken. I'm going to stuff chicken, and I'm going to have ham. And, chicken and ham. And I'm not going to have your bean casserole. I'm going but to no, have, no green bean casserole. I'm going to have beans, though. Poor Campbell's soup. They're going to be no, upset. No, it's going to be beans that they're actually uh, healthy. And then we have mashed potatoes and my famous potato salad. And... I'm going to make my cranberry sauce out of scratch. What she else? can't call in because she's been busy at home. But I'm I promised sure. Sally I would advertise her business again this week. I'm see if it sh- makes a difference. I'm sure everybody's busy today. It's the night before Thanksgiving. Everybody's cleaning Sally up. Sally runs the hair cutting business, right? Yes. It's called Cuts for Peanuts. For to- tots or peanuts? Cuts for peanuts for in peanuts. Avon, Connecticut. And so, and she uh, she has a special way with special kids. With kids, yeah. So, yeah, we haven't heard from her. And she has a traveling while. van. Well, she ha- she's been, things have been rough at home. It's been turbulent. <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to come and just park their car in my driveway, no, you're welcome no. to do so. Please do no, so. No, you will not be welcome here. No, no, no. Just park the car in a driveway. Just leave the car. So people report on this. Right. Mean? Oh, by the way, we've been uh, for... Hi, um, Sam is there. We've been... Sam, uh, give us a call. We went to Simsbury today for Jim's therapy, and I have seen a very large number of state cops on the road. And I'm just kind of wondering what that is about. Is it about the regular checking out the drunks or now are we going to be um, arresting people for um, having gatherings? Sam, my phone line is now open. 860-996-0308. So, hi, Linda. Hi, Morgan. I'm going to invest in some software that will allow us to take multiple phone calls at the same time. Or I have somebody... Imagine this idea. Have somebody come into the house and do it for us. And fix this? Yeah. We get, we've, we've fixed it the best we've we can fix it. We've fixed it before. I mean, it works, but it doesn't it work It works. Great. You can call in. You can get on the air. It, it's a half-assed Just can't work. hear it. You can't hear it. The other caller can't hear in. But you can you call the line and you can... Well, you can will, call you the on. line that is open now, which is 860-996-0308 if you want to share. Sam, give us a call. There is Sam, but Sam... Hi, Sam. Hold on one second. Hold hey, on. Sam. How are you? Hold on one second. I don't know if I'm... Kind do- of exhausted. There she is. <laughs> I'm sure Hi. you are, Sam. I, I ran in the house real quick. I just got back from the grocery store. Are they and open tomorrow? Open. Are they open tomorrow? I don't know. I, didn't, I don't think so. I didn't oh. even have time to look. Crapoli, I got to go then <laughs> after this. I, oh, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot some things, so... Sam, can we mention what's happened in your life? Yes. Sam lost a daughter uh, this past week, correct, Sam? No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Last month. Last month. Last month, I'm sorry. Uh Uh-huh. How are you doing? I'm I'm all right. Um, What did she pass from, Sam? What? What did she pass from? Uh, uh, V-fib. Uh, so it's a heart, heart attack. Goes out of rhythm, and you can't, and it doesn't go back in. And she was uh, outside for ten minutes before she was discovered. Her husband went looking for her, oh. and uh, she had not been breathing for ten minutes, and then fifteen minutes because CPR wasn't helping. So she was on life support for a little while, and. Uh, we decided to take her off because she's always said, you don't, you mm-hmm. don't ever leave me in that condition. So we took her off and she had her birthday in heaven, October 15th. With the Lord. So she celebrated That's her birthday right. with the Lord. Yep. Yep. She's up there with her brother right now and my three brothers and her grandparents. And, and when I get down. my birthday in heaven, I get to see him. <laughs> and giving thanksgiving well, for all of us. Don't be in life. any hurry, yeah. okay? Yeah, don't be in oh, any hurry to leave the us. The other three kids don't want me going yeah. nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want you going anywhere either. 
so I told them, you best not be going nowhere again. No, 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 because I don't need this again if I can help it. Yeah. No, nobody's yeah. going anywhere for a while, Sam. So, and I, not I you either. No, no. Well, I am 78, honey. <laughs> yeah, you're still spring chicken. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm springing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to spring today at that store. I am so sick and tired of seeing the fear in these people. Oh, my God. The mask. They see you without a mask. What about those idiots driving in the car by themselves with the mask on? Give me a break. I don't know what happened to these American people. Where are they? Sam, I don't know if you're Dom Pesci, but they're going to find you and they can throw you in jail. No, they cannot. They cannot. What do you mean throw you in jail? For what? Oh, that's New York, isn't it? That's New York, yeah. If you you violate the restrictions. Oh, oh, that one, yes. $10,000. Yeah, but I I thought it was for wearing a mask. No, they can't throw you in jail. Pennsylvania, too. For not wearing masks. They they can find you. $50 if you don't have a mask. But it's ten thousand uh, for a I bar think, or a restaurant. Uh, for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Oh my God! What are you doing I, for Thanksgiving? I, oh, just fine. I've got my sister-in-law coming. Okay. Uh, yeah, and that's all we're having. One, two, three, <laughs> and my dog. Oh. But these people are going to have to make up their mind. Do you want to live like this? The rest of your life, or are you going to get up and look at these people dead square and say, I was born in America. I do not intend to wake up in Where Russia. is that clip of yours? This ain't America anymore, no more. Um, well, it is. Uh, God, it's just... Uh, it, yeah, I remember you know that what? guy. Uh, Sam, it is scary for somebody, for me. It is scary, but I have to keep... We had very sick sense of humor, gallo humor. Because yeah. that you had to survive somehow. And uh, you yes. have to find humor in this and you have to believe that we will survive this, that this, this attempt to uh, destroy America will be... I got everything right here. That's good. So this is Officer Wesley Cheeks Jr. Yes, and he's saying that my thing here is... What are you saying it is? I'm saying it can't be up on school board problem. Why not? Because I just told you. Why can't Sam, he's playing be? a clip. Hold on a second. So it can't be up. Why can't it not be? It just can't be up. Did you take a note to follow the Constitution? Yes, I did. You did? Yes. Where is it in the Constitution? This is freedom. This is freedom. My job said it can't be here, so I'm doing my job. Where does it say that in your job? Actually, school grounds have very different First Amendment rights than anywhere else. Anywhere. Churches, parks, and everything. Sorry. Okay. I don't know what the point of this was, but... The clip was eventually goes on to say this ain't America no more. Oh, that's a long clip. Go towards the end, then. Here we go. Take the law, too? Put the down, sir. Thank you. It, this is America. This used to be America. It ain't no more, okay? I know it ain't. That's the part, point of the picture. This ain't America no more, Sam. Did you hear it? Well, he just better get back because there is two Americas some more. Yeah, well. We're not going anywhere. You know what? I you was, got us older people they got to put up I was with. trying to explain when we had Don on the phone that there's two of my father's friends living in the United States. One thinks that just because Democrats call themselves Democrats, are that they are actual democracy, which they are not. They're just disguised communists. And the other no, one, and the other one has a brain and knows what's going on. And I got into a fight on Facebook because the oh. uh, the one that believes that the Democrats are democratic called the president a name, which is insulting to me because I voted for the guy. So you're yeah. insulting me when you're saying things like that. And people just need to stop. They just need to stop. I'm not going to call somebody, an, well, maybe I will call somebody an idiot. Because <laughs> I've had it with these morons, the snowflakes, jerks. Well, he's going to get back in office. Yeah, well, he will. He's not going anywhere. Or there's going to be Trump TV, and they are going to have a bunch of reporters on their butts all the time for four years oh. until his son or him himself gets back Sam, there. do you think he'll run for president after this? Yeah. If he loses? Absolutely. He loves this country far too much. And I can't see them getting in office. I just can't. After everything, God put him there and God will take him out. And that's all there is to it. That hasn't happened yet. 
No, that hasn't happened yet. And all this garbage that they're getting and that little Sydney girl, she's um, going to have her a scalp. I hope so. Somewhere she's going to get one. I hope so. She's got yeah. proof somewhere she, she wouldn't sounded, have come out and said it. She sounded like uh, she was very confident that she's going to be able to um or She's going to unleash the Kraken on Right. You have, yeah, you, have, you know what? And she's got a stellar reputation. Right. She would not be saying that just to say it. And she, she was, is not a Democrat. They do that. They are just horrible. They're just horrible bunch of people. I feel bad for people that were like, like what do you call them? Um, conservative Democrats. I feel yes. bad for them being affiliated with this uh, with this radical party that that the, I know. the Democrats have become. And they won't pay attention. Well, you know, but then you have the Republicans that are turning on a president as well. So both parties should just freaking go down a toilet, and we should we should have new parties, small ones. Here's a soundbite <laughs> for you. Here's Sidney Powell. This looks like the effort to uh, to carry out an end game in the in the, the effort players? against him. Uh, do you concur? Can you hear? Oh, it absolutely! Or no? And it's uh, it's been back uh, organized that, and and conducted with no, the help I of Silicon Valley people. Phone, sorry, the, sorry. The big, my iPad to hear it. No, yeah, we'll have to play it another time then. No, um, yeah. Um, that's all right. She, it was Sydney Powell. I'm sure you saw the interview where she said she was going to release the Kraken. Yeah. Yeah. So he was just playing that clip. But um, anyways, um, uh, we're going to let you go to your turkey. Um, <laughs> thank you for calling, Sam. Thank you so much for calling. And um, well, I was just feeling so bad. I'm getting in my car. I said, "Oh my God, Jim and Jane's on." <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and uh, we're terribly sorry for your loss. And uh, but thank you, honey. In, in, One day we'll have a mask burning party. Okay, okay. that'd be great. I'd love that. Sam. Love it. I can't love wait. Y'all. Love you, Sam. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, the other line is open. Eight six zero nine nine six zero three zero eight. Rob, if you're out there. Rob nine, is nine, probably six, still zero, three, zero, eight. playing with his trains. And Rob is into cats. Did you know that? Yes. He's, he loves cats. He would love uh, this house. 860-996-0308. That line is wide open. That's the guest line. 996-0308. 860-996-0308. We'll give it about two more minutes and we'll call it a night. How's that? Yeah, I'd say so. I almost got another cat. Hey, Christy is there. Hi, Christy. Hey, Christy, give us a call. Um, I almost got another cat. We um, we lost his buddy um, when we moved here. He was like my little ship. He was walking behind me. Thump, 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 thump. And um, he thought, I've never seen this before. He thought all my cats sit on a sink. There's um, Morgan. Uh, hold on one second. And is that Morgan? It is Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Morgan, Hello. are you there? Happy How are you? Yep, I'm here. Happy Thanksgiving. Ha- happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Morgan. <coughs> so, what are you? What, what are your thoughts on this uh, lockup? The uh, the uh, virus being, you know, released at ten o'clock at night and uh, put away at five in the morning. This, the, you know what? I mean, even if they had authority before. By doing things like this, it just, it, it totally takes away their credibility. You know, it, it makes them look like this is a, this is a, a vengeance kind of thing or whatever. You know, the thing is, what I find ironic is that stores and things like this, um, these big box stores, all these, you know, big corporate stores and stuff, they seem to be able to stay open. And yet, you know, little small businesses can't can't run they, and, they're being shut down they're being you know restricted and all this other stuff i'm like oh okay so the virus doesn't go into walmart you know but it, you know it might go into a, a you know a five and dime on the corner that's been there for 45 years well walmart you know, these bars and restaurants are going out of business walmart supports yeah. black lives matter you have to see well, yeah. who has which sign in front of which well, business just say exactly, just say well you know well, but you know what? That's I mean, I'm talking big corporations because you know what? It doesn't matter that they support them because it, even if small businesses that they did too, it doesn't matter. They, it, it's like they don't want the little guy to prosper at all. 
And that's and, where you know, that's where you know that that's the hate for the um, capitalism. Capitalism yeah. is where you have competition, and the big companies yeah. don't like competition, and that's socialism, and that's what they're doing. They're just going that's to exactly so. so Morgan, we're headed towards socialism, just like Jane predicted in her book, stuck yeah. by socialism. By the way, if yeah. you're looking for a great Christmas present, go to Amazon.com <laughs> and typed in "stuck by socialism." And buy Jane's yep. book right now, Cha-Ching. Yeah, Cha-Ching. Yeah, I made. We had. We made no money on this, but it was not. Uh, it was not done for money. It was done just because. It was done as a call. Because Jim. Call. Because Jim made me. That's. That's why well, it was done. You know. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. So when when these things start happening, you can turn around and go, "Oh, I told you. Here, take a look at it." I know. I know. And, and, you know, there is so much of it. Actually, I'm surprised that I came up with so many things in that book, like cutting the red tape, which uh, allowed us to get vaccination, a vaccine for people that will be um, taking it. Um, you know, and, and, but, but, uh, they are saying that we have more technology, better technology, and that allowed us to have the vaccine. No, it was the cutting of the red tape because no matter how, what technology you have, you still had to go through that bureaucratic licensing and testing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's um, exactly right. um, You know, and, but I also look at, um, the, the way that things are being pushed right now, mm. it is kind of frightening because if you, I mean, even like on my community page here in my town, if you say anything, um, that is not in lockstep with, you know, lockdowns or wear a mask or, you know, I mean, you're considered a a horrible human being. An enemy of the state. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm sorry, does your freedom mean nothing to you? you They don't understand. They don't understand. It's taken away. It's not given back. It's, it's, yeah, this is one of the biggest problems is that these young people that are the ones that are out there, you know, doing their riots and doing their protests and stuff, they have never known anything but freedom. They have never known hardship. You know, these young people are the ones that are still living with their folks at 25, 26 years old. Okay. They don't have to go out and get a, get a, a, a high paying job and, you know, work all through the night, you know, and, and, and pull all nighters with studying and things like this to actually learn the new job or whatever. They, they, they don't do that. They stay with mom and dad. They graduate five, 10 years, you know, after, after high school, they graduate college. They can, you know, take as long as they want, which, you know, Parents are sitting here thinking, well, we got to let them go at their pace. You know, it's tough. And and it's true that this is a much faster paced society than it used to be. So how come you're sitting at home and you're considered a child till you're 26? Yeah. That's not a faster, that's not a faster pace. That's like slowing that, that down. And they don't understand that this is going to change because information that is thrown at them. Well, well, that that's that's uh, that's the and colleges. Also, the colleges are owned by socialists. So is media, yeah, and so is and Hollywood. So that's the information that they're getting, and their parents are uneducated, and they don't teach them at home, which is wrong. Yeah. I'm teaching my kids from get go, from from the from the start, and yeah. um, you know they <laughs> they report to me who is. <laughs> Is for Biden and who is it? Who is for Trump in their classroom? So, so they snitch for you. They don't snitch for me. I don't really care. I just, I just yeah. want to caution them to be careful on who they talk to and what they say because these are scary times. Yeah, you know, uh, I, you know, it's funny because I listened to Ben Shapiro once, and he he said when he went to I think UCLA, he says, you know, I went out there and he said I I had to deal with all the liberal stuff, and he said, and then I graduated from there and I used it against them, and at this point. That, that I think is, is actually going to be the playbook. But the problem is because we have, you know, I mean, look at the transgender thing, you know, kids are so malleable and all this stuff and they're younger and younger. I saw a video the other day of them letting the child choose what gender they wanted to be. This kind of thing. I was like, Oh my God, that that is crazy. But But see, also what I'm saying is even from that young age, they're, they're conditioning them. And, you know, ch- children are, are, are very manipulated. They're very easy to manipulate. So when you sit there and you don't tell them about the Holocaust, you don't tell them about the atrocities, this is why they call people Nazis and things. Because, you know, they don't realize just how awful that is. Who say. is that? But, you know, well, the teachers, but they don't also realize that the, uh, the, the, the uh, people that are doing all this are the Nazis themselves. Yeah. 
Those exactly. are they are the Nazis and they are the mm -hmm. socialists and communists and Marxists and they call themselves what? Marxists because most people don't know what Marxis Marxism they is. They don't know. They've so, never been taught. Right. So but, you know, I'll tell you something. If my children, if my children um, had didn't have me, who absolutely loves history, um, to actually refer to, they they wouldn't know half of what they know about history because they didn't learn it in school. They didn't learn it. You know, and I, I have a grandfather from the South who was, he was born in 1899. So I heard stories and oh tales, and, yeah, you know, 30, 36 years after the civil war ended, that's yeah. not that long. Yeah. So, um, I told them stories. They, they wouldn't know any of it. Right. They, no, because they it. don't teach it at school. They, they, no, they, they, they were teaching. I had to go to a, um, to a presentation um, that my children uh, put together and their teacher put together about how wonderful China is year ago, year or two yeah. ago. I was vomiting in my mouth. I could yeah. not believe it. So I um, raised my but, hand and said, can you tell me about the Uyghurs, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, uh, my kids now realize that there are slaves in China. They know that. They believe yeah. it. I show them the yeah. videos. Listen, um, little little tidbit about when I was a kid, Uh, I was on my grandmother's farm. I think I might have mentioned it already. I was on my grandmother's farm and uh, mm -hmm. we were um, we were gathering grass for the animals. And I sat down and I looked at the grass and I looked up, looked up, looked up at my grandmother. I said, Grandma, aren't we lucky? She goes, yes, we're lucky. What do you mean? I said, we're so lucky because if it was not for Comrade Lenyon, we would still be eating grass roots. So my grandmother stepped into this one and from, from the f um, age, um, being five years old and being doctrinated, it um yeah. she she taught me a lot because she you know they went yep. through the world war ii she was shipped from um poland to czech republic or czechoslovakia because her mother married a german or nazi uh doctor right. uh, i still don't know who it was anyway she was she was uh not agreeing with that and um Yeah, she, she taught me a lot. She taught me about the free, uh, vo uh, free Europe, um, voice. Radio Free Europe. Radio and Free Europe America. and vo Voice yeah. America. I was listening to it when I was a teenager. Um, yeah. Mostly the Radio America, I was listening for the songs. And mm -hmm. uh, Radio Free Europe, I could understand. That was in, in Czech. Those people that mm -hmm. escaped the regime that were in different countries that I was able to listen to, but you know, um, I would have been, I would have been as brainwashed as these kids are. So they, yes. at the same time as they make me mad, I feel, I feel bad for them because no, but they don't know any better. They just don't. Well, and I think, unfortunately, you're kind of, you know, with all this sectionality, you're pitting the young against the old and they're looking at old people. As, I think it's ironic that they've got, you know, a doddering old fool that they voted for for president, but Um, you know, they're looking at the older people like, well, that's not, you know, it's your, it's your fault that the country's the way it is. So therefore we're going to do this our way. Well, that's that's, they, that's you know? where I was thinking that this is genera generational. You're going to go re rebel against your parents. Um, so yep. that could have something to do with it. Yeah. But, uh, mm -hmm. I, I think that's just, a big part of it. Yeah. Morgan, I think Jane's book should be a required reading in high schools across the country. I agree. And you know what? It's, it's easy reading in that it's not like, you know, I read so many books and there's so many um, like statistics that are very, um, they're very, not, I don't want to say off-putting, but they're, they're, you know, hard it, to comprehend, you know, pulls you it, out of yeah. it. Yeah, it, it's just you very time-consuming and very difficult to uh, stay focused on. When, Whereas when Jane's it's too book much. reads like a movie. Yeah, it does. And you can, I mean, you can see the progression of, of each part of your life, you know, And, and how your your own views started to change and, and you know I mean I, I I actually found it I found it very interesting and it, it was uh, it was engrossing you know mm -hmm. I really liked it. <laughs> I was in there and uh, my, I said where's my book Morgan, <laughs> so what, I don't know you left it down there Morgan what do you think <laughs> if you have a if you have a college kid in your house you should probably buy the book and give it to him for Christmas. So they could yeah. burn, so they could burn it in the backyard. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I have one. I have well, one, two of my daughters are kind of liberal, um, but um, you know, it's. I mean, we don't discuss politics very much. And the bad thing is because I'm so into politics mm. that they don't want to hear it anymore. Oh. You know, unfortunately, that's that's the bad thing is that I, you know, that I'm very, I'm very worried. You how, know, how I mean, old are they? Um. 30, 27, or 28, and 25. 
Wow. And how old are your so, kids? Yeah. That's, yeah, how old that's, that's how old they are. 30, 28, 25. 30, yeah. 25. Yeah, and that's... how old were you, were you when you defected from Czechoslovakia? I was 19. Yeah. I was 19. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but we'll listen, listen, it. I had to do some growing up here too. Besides, um, you know, besides being on my own, I did have sponsors, but I had mm-hmm. to do some learning on my own because the Republican Party is represented by red color. And I, yep. I did. I had no clue. I was not following politics at first. I, I didn't know. I, I had to learn from, you know, I had to learn. Yeah. And oh, that's a lot right. of it. A lot of it is thanks to this guy, and a lot of it is mm-hmm. uh, thanks to my grandmother, and a lot of it is experience. Morgan, that yeah. was one thing I wanted to tell you: is that Jane is furious over the fact that Tim Russert made the conservative states blue, and the Democrat states red. And oh no, the other way around. Well, that's where the 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 uh, the, the um, immigrants and um, most of the world world is conser- uh, confused about what is what. You know, like my yeah. my father just recently passed away, and we the last discussion that we had was about the democracy, and he was mm-hmm. going to lecture me about the uh, American Democrats. I'm like, look, Dad, I know what they are. They they are Democrats in name, but nothing else. That's it. Yeah. And then he yep. passed away and I had a fight with his friend and his other friend was defending me. And it was like, <laughs> look, your father d- didn't really like Trump. I'm like, well, my father didn't know anything about Trump. He knew everything f- about Trump from the leftist media that is in Czech, that it's still leftist. Everything, everything is on the left. As so, you read in the mm-hmm. book, you find out that uh, Jane's father actually was part of the, was part of the am radio operators that told the world about the Russian tanks rolling through Prague in 1968. Otherwise, we never would have known about it. Well, he was this- right. one of them. He was one of them, and they thought they were being smart because they changed their they, their addresses. If you have a ham, ham radio, he was yeah. OK one AVU, and um, they, so they changed it to a different number, and that's how the government discovered them because it was a new oh. uh, it was a new address. So they went after oh. them. And he was right. questioned uh, twice for a week. Gosh. So, um, anyways, um, we're going to have to... Well, you to, know, that, yeah. but this is what scares me, is that these, these well, I don't want to say these young people, these people in this country, I mean, I, I find it ironic that a lot of these people that are all for socialism and all this kind of they think they're going to make the cut, and they're going to be, you know, they're not going to be next to us in the so, bread line. There is no, like, there is no free that. meal. There is no free meal. There is no such thing as a free lunch. That's right. Nothing. So and I learned that in my sophomore year in high school. And, you know, I sit here and I think of these young people and I'm like, but you know what? For them, there is a free lunch. They the think because they're a liberal, they'll make the cut, but they're wrong, aren't they, Jane? No, they're, you know, they're the useful idiots. Hitler got, yeah. Hitler got rid of the useful idiots. They were the first ones to go. So yeah, well, they, they should, that's they what should, I say to them. But you know what? Yeah. I was talking to, uh, I forgot who it was. A friend was telling me that if you watch the CNN or MSNBC or so for a couple of days, you're going to go nuts. And that's all these mm-hmm. people are watching. They're so brainwashed. Yeah. They're so but brainwashed. You know, I actually watched someone. Uh, there was a, um, it was a doctor, I think, or something that was talking about something. And he was talking to the host and, um, when he started saying things that she didn't agree with, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we lost the seat. Uh-huh. I'm like, how many times can that happen before you, you as the viewer says, okay, they didn't lose the seat. They just didn't agree. And they cut them off. Yeah, but you people, don't, people don't see it. They're, they they just don't see it. Um, but we're going to have to wrap it up. Um, we're going to let you go to your turkey. Hopefully you enjoy it. Hopefully you have a great um, Thanksgiving. Everybody else as well. Um, yeah. And we'll talk to you soon, Morgan. Just keep your All hopes right. up. Okay? Yeah, I will. Take care of yourselves, okay? There's stuff going on in Pennsylvania right now, you know. What is? They're, they're having hearings in Pennsylvania Oh, or really? Really? And Rudy's there and uh, um, President Trump So this Trump election is not over yet, Morgan. Oh, it's not over. Yeah, well, I hope not. You know, I, I'm praying every day, so... All right. All right. Morgan, happy you Thanksgiving. All? We'll talk to you Have soon. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, you take care. You too. Thank okay. you for calling, Morgan. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. 
I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Well, Don't give up your hopes yet. Down. It's not done until the fat lady no, sings. Um, we won't back down. down. We'll always stand for a smaller, leaner, less intrusive government. government. My kids can recite that too now. Back down. So um, we'll see you guys next week. Th- again, thank you for joining Keep us. Keep your so chin up and your nose clean. Yeah. And I'll Precisely. keep this world from dragging me down. Gonna stand my ground. And I won't back down. Hey, baby. There ain't no easy way out. Hey, I will stand my ground. I won't